Hi everyone! As a part of my part two for my CPT for my civics course, I'm going to be making this short podcast segment on how to raise awareness on anti-Asian hate. Enjoy! Alright, for this podcast segment, I'm As I mentioned before, I'm going to be talking about how to raise awareness on anti-Asian hate. So before I get into anything involving that, I'm still, I'm first going to talk about a little bit of what entails the words anti-Asian hate. So anti-Asian hate is anything that involves hate towards Asians because of their race, because of their ethnicity, their skin tone their culture, etc. And it's something that has been impacted been impacting Asians. Specifically, today we're going to talk about Asians in Canada for a very long time. And as somebody who is from immigrant Chinese parents, it's also something that hits very close to home, which is why I'm going to be talking about this today and why this is so important to me as a part of my heritage. So the first thing I'm going to be talking about, step one on how to raise awareness, is to know your topic. This top, this point is important for anybody who wants to be an activist, raise information, raise ideas, awareness about anything, but specifically towards things that have a lot of misinformation, it's really important for you that you know the actual facts instead of the facts that people try to portray to you. The media tries to tell you and actually take time to understand your topic before you try to educate anybody else in case that what you're telling to these other people ends up being false. And that's just so much more work for both you and everybody else. He's trying to raise awareness to go back and solve. So you can use different websites, different interviews, different books, etc. Just try different ways to get your facts straight. The second part in this how-to guide is to talk to people who are educated about it. This differs from the first point and it's something that a lot of people might skip over because they think it's the same. But talking to people who, in this point, means people who have experienced it firsthand, who've had to maybe live through it, maybe they've been victims of it, maybe you've been a victim of it, and that's why you want to speak out about it. But especially for people who might not be as well-versed in it, speaking to people who are educated about what's happened in the different time frames, maybe talking to your grandparents if they've lived in Canada for a while, talking to your parents, talking to your friends, talking to other family members, aunts, uncles, cousins, etc. People who live in your neighborhood. It's really important to talk to these people not only to get their perspectives on what's happening and so you can educate other people properly. It's important to for these people to know what you're representing because you're representing them when you go out and raise awareness for anti-Asian hate. You're not only representing yourself, you're representing a whole community of different people who've gone through many things and it's important that you're representing the right things. 
you're representing the same things that they believe in, you're representing different what they believe in their different beliefs. And it's important that you know what you're talking about and how you're going to say it when you go out there. So the third point, finally, we're getting into the actual raising awareness part, and it's to talk to people who are uneducated about it. As opposed to the first point, as opposed to the first two points, you're finally taking that knowledge that you've consumed and you're spreading it out to other people now. So this, by talking to other people, you're raising awareness about it, obviously, but you're also able to recruit people, maybe find some other people who have similar passions to you in this topic. And you've not only raised awareness, but you might be able to recruit people to join your cause and join people in helping make this world a better place. The more people, the better, the more people, the more voices, the more heads, brains that are able to contribute to this very important cause. So the fourth thing on this list is to host fundraising events. Fundraising events are very important because they allow donations to come in and donations that go to charity can help a lot of things such as different people from different groups. A lot of different groups have their own charities and it's up to you which one you want to donate to, but donating to charities really helps people who are in need in specific circumstances. So maybe it's people who have been victims of these hate who need some place that will help represent them. And by giving to them, you're able to help these people who've been victim to different things from anti-Asian hate. Or maybe you're helping to educate people. A lot of, there's a lot of charities out there that help educate people who might be uneducated running programs within schools, because of course, educating young people is very important since young people are the new generation. And that will lead us to our next point, number five, using social media to spread awareness. Something that people don't really think about when using the words using social media to spread awareness is the different levels of social media. Because of course there are different levels of social media, but people don't remember the fact that other than Instagram for teens, there's Facebook for adults. Because currently, even though teens and children are the next generation, the adults are the people who hold 90% of the influence in this world. And if we want to reach change soon, we need to reach it through adults. And Facebook is a great platform for that because adults on there especially use it for very formal things. So if you want to seem serious, hop on that platform. But if you want to reach teens, Instagram is great, TikTok is good, Snapchat, etc. Another thing that might capture the attention, especially for children and teens, is taking on certain trends with a twist that includes raising awareness. So an example on how this has been done is when raising awareness about Indigenous children recently and First Nations and how children have gotten missing from many places such as residential schools, a lot of people took to TikTok and used TikTok trends that normally had people dancing happily and used that to grab the attention of people 
but ended up talking about their own history, their own heritage, and how people can raise awareness. So you can do this with anything. You can twist it to whatever you're trying to raise awareness for, but this is a great way to raise awareness for anti-Asian hate, especially since some platforms like TikTok actually originate from things like Chinese apps. TikTok, for example, is originated from the Chinese app Douyin. So number six is try to use different public platforms. An example of a public platform that you can reach out to, for example, are TV stations or newspapers or news articles or people who organize ads. These are just big platforms that you can reach many people on. And these platforms allow you to access a huge new audience that you never had before because there's only a certain amount of people who can follow you on Instagram and there's only a certain amount of you people who can view your things on TikTok but if you have something on the newspaper of course there's a limit of people but there's so many people who get newspapers dropped off at their house there's so many people who turn on the television to watch the 6 p.m news there's so many people who drive past a road and will see an ad up there and who knows maybe somebody will take notice of it maybe it will spark something in someone and if not raising awareness if somebody gets um if you get into somebody's one minute of their day that one minute is better than zero minutes it's better than no time it's better than 30 seconds and when this time accumulates it allows people to really realize how much this issue is a part of society and how much it needs to be tackled and something else people really need to remember is that before they believe in you they need to know about you so spreading awareness is of course always important in spreading other people to help you spread awareness and be an advocate. So the next point is allowing others to get involved. Of course, like I mentioned in the third point, trying to recruit people when you're talking to people who are uneducated about it. There's so many other ways that you can reach out to people. Like I mentioned ads before, like we mentioned social media before, but we haven't actually talked about why we want to get people involved. And the core idea of it is just to get more people engaged. When people want to be involved, when people want to be engaged, when people want to be involved, they're going to be more engaged because they're a part of it. Like they are a part of what's making this shine and what's making this different and what's making this advance. And if you're involved and if they're involved, everybody will be more engaged. And of course, if you're involved and they're involved and they get other people engaged, then that's just a whole new audience you have access to. Realize something in these last couple of points is what we want to do is just gain access to as many audiences as much of a variety of people through as much of a variety of different platforms as possible. And I'm going to talk more about that after I share this point. Number eight, share personal stories. People want to feel connected. That's the truth. Humans as a species, we long for social connection. And we get along with people better when we know things about them. An example could be like if you had a teacher who liked to talk about themselves, liked to share more things than maybe another teacher would. They like to 
bring in little happy things from their day and tell you about it. You'll probably like this teacher better than the teacher who drones on and on about useless information and who knows if it's even going to be on a test. Same thing for activists. You want to share personal stories. You want to make people feel connected. You want people to remember that you are an activist, a human activist trying to raise awareness instead of a robot behind a screen talking. And doing these things are going to get more people involved, more people engaged, but of course you're going to get more people who know about these stories, more people who like you as a person, who maybe now have more of a reason to stick around with you other than, oh, they're talking about a subject that I haven't heard of before. And this is how you get a really good audience. So now that we've gone over these eight points, next thing that I'm going to mention is why these eight points. And this is going to give us the fundamental thing that we all should be doing. Eight points are not one point, two point, fifty points to raise awareness. So of course these eight points aren't a complete list of everything you can do. I think I could sit here and talk for hours and hours on end if I wanted to list out every single small thing you can do. But these eight things are what's going to work for people in our day and age. What's going to work for us right now since we're not in a normal situation. We're in a pandemic and this isn't going to be what it's going to be like in a couple of years. But right now in this situation, these eight things are what's best for our living conditions, our racism conditions, our life, our styles in life, lifestyles. But what they're all trying to do, like I mentioned before while talking about my second, seventh point, is we're trying to get as many people aware as possible. Um, something I want to note that I didn't talk about is I didn't talk about addressing people who had different thoughts, maybe people who believe it's reasonable to conduct hate on Asians, or maybe people who believe it's not such a big topic. And I believe it's not important right now to acknowledge these people. And it's a lot more important to acknowledge the people who aren't aware. A survey that was conducted that I researched in my part one of my CPT was that there were around 60% of people who acknowledged the Asian hate in a certain community. There were 40% of people who didn't know about it. It was unaware of these people it was unaware to the readers of this article if these people didn't believe in it or were just not given the access to the resources to learn about it. But what we need to do to raise this awareness is we need to get this 40% of people down to 10% and then down to 5% and down to 1%. And if we can, down to 0%. Because this is what's going to help us do this it's going to take a long time it's going to take one percent at a time but it's going to be what works to get us to the end
Alright, so that was it for this podcast episode. I would like to thank anyone who's been listening for listening to me talk about these eight points that support the idea of awareness and acts as a how-to guide on how to raise awareness against anti-Asian racism. If you want to access my bibliography, that's going to be attached in the doc or PDF that this can be found on in the D2L Dropbox. And once again, thank you.